0: And just like that, we back, Pitch Invasion Season 2, Episode 1, a lot has happened since the last time we had a bit of a chat about all things football, both African and European of course. Uh, we've had NetBank Cup champions, and nope, it hasn't been Kaiser Chiefs, we've had uh, Africa Cup of Nations crowning a new king in Algeria, and the one thing I wanted to identify before I introduce my... Uh, normal uh, friends uh, alongside me is that none of us are AFCON champions, which is something maybe we didn't think about before we wrapped up season one, but we'll talk about all of that and more coming up on the show. Just a quick reminder. My name is Loazi Zakobu.
1: America European champion. No, 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 no calm down. Come down,
2: it's a new season. I, it Paloma is a new Kwasa. season.
0: It is definitely a new season. And based on what we've seen uh, on, on your pre-season form, perhaps anything champion is not going to come to fruition this time around, but we're going to touch on Liverpool in a fair bit. Let's start with what we've just seen from the South African football scene, the long-awaited, much, much looked forward to calling Black Label Cup and uh, Orlando Pirates uh, doing what has become very normal, I guess, these, these days over Kaiser Chiefs and getting a win.
2: Surprise, surprise. I mean, were you surprised <laughs> that Pirates were going to beat Chiefs? Um, I saw something the other day actually on social media that said uh, five-year-old kids haven't seen Chiefs beat Pirates. <laughs> so you can imagine how hectic that must be. You are listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast. This episode was recorded live at the Digital Sport and Entertainment Summit Johannesburg. It was actually a good game, you know, a good um, advertisement for the Derby, you know. You know what's kind of sad about the Derby is that, you know, some three, four, five years ago, six years ago, where we had all this exposure, Mm. ESPN coming.
0: Do we still call it a Derby? Do we still call it a Derby? We had all little little
2: draws, and then all of a sudden, now that the Derby sort of died down in terms of the hype, it's now back to its glory days again. There are goals, fantastic goals at that. And I think this was a great kickstart for the season. And hopefully the fans get invigorated to come, you know, and and, um, obviously not just watch Chiefs and Pirates, but this was a great way to, sort of like a curtain raiser for the season of what's to come. Because I honestly think last season was possibly one of the best PSL seasons in a very, very long time. I mean, on both top of the table and at the bottom of the table, it went down to the wire, you know, with Maritzburg surviving at the end and Pirates, uh, you know, unfortunately losing out to Witz. Sundowns. So... It was really a, a, an interesting season. So hopefully, you know, the derby sort of opens the curtain for what we can expect this season.
1: I mean, it was, it was a very phenomenal um, atmosphere. It was it was very good. I thought um, both sides gave it a go. It was also also a very very good good um, a very very good season uh, season opener, and uh, we saw Kaiser Chiefs come out flying, and you know, they they, they somehow needed a goal in that game but once Pirates got a goal um, that was I mean I, I was with Ian Wright the, the day after yeah and um, he w- said you know how impressed he was with just the general atmosphere and all of that uh, uh, drama I think you know it was it was a good advertisement for South African football
0: now I'm glad that we've gotten all the Sort of normal things that you do say when it comes to this particular game. Let's talk about the two teams now and where they actually are. Were we surprised though by Chiefs Pirates? Were we surprised by where Chiefs are and how they performed and Pirates and how they performed?
2: I think essentially you've got to look at it this way. You had the second best team in the country against wherever Chiefs fit <laughs> was it 6th, 7th, somewhere there, <laughs> you know, so uh, the result really didn't surprise me much, yeah. as much as it was a Soweto derby, but essentially, you know, you've got a Pirates team that's firing in an all cylinders, the confidence is high. Yeah. And I think, you know, Chiefs didn't put on too bad of a showing for themselves, I mean, they had some chances there, I mean, they caught Wayne Sanderland on a day where he's really, you know, put his name up in terms yeah. of the best goalkeeper in the country. And you know, one or two of those go in, and it's a different story. Mm. And especially, think,
0: especially at at one nil, the chance for Lazarus he... Yes, here. it's at one yeah. nil. And I mean, and the, the one save that he made, seconds, yeah, the one few that he made later, obeyed, yeah.
2: um, was a brilliant save. Yeah. So, I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you know the, the the defeat obviously is disappointing because it's your bitter rivals. But I think you also have to be. You he, the, be there's it, some positive it, notes you can you take. Should be, from you
1: should be talking about about the goal that Lodge We're getting there. We're we getting I'm, there, we getting Lodge's goal. And. You know, I think there are some
2: early signs for Chiefs that, you know, there is an improvement this season. Some of the players actually look good. That Serbian striker, to me, looked pretty sharp. You know, he had a few uh, chances that, you know, were probably half chances, but I'm sure as, you know, more game time and he gets familiar to South African football, he'll put that away. Castro had a chance, which I thought, you know, was a bit of a half chance. But um, other than that, if you're a Chiefs fan, you know, there's a lot of optimism, you know, going into the season. But if you're a Pirates fan, I think, you know... um, back to you know back to where you left off really and Mm. like i said you know this essentially is the second best team in the country and this is two years in a row now that pirates have fallen short of uh, being crowned champions and you know if the saying goes third time lucky i think if you're a pirates fan you're looking into this season you think okay we've easily dealt with chiefs Mm. and you know we've added to the firepower that we had last season why not think that this is the season that you know they can go on and possibly win the title I'm I'm glad you touch on the firepower that they've added
0: because on on our agenda, we've got a question that says which team has won the transfer season so far uh, in South African football. And you look at the number of players and the quality that Pirates have brought in. I just look at the two that they took from Madsburg United and I think to myself, that's a team that is, you know, obviously thinking about, you know, challenging not only for the league, but also uh, the CAF Champions League.
1: I mean, I must say that... um you know what, Pride has, has done is look at where they have uh, shortcomings from last yeah. season, and they've tried to improve um, on it. Uh, you know, and, and that makes a lot of sense because they they were very close, really, really close. And so this this was um, a good point for them to try and and close that gap. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that pans out. If they 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 will go the same way they went with Sundowns last season.
0: Okay. Um, you wanted to touch on the second goal that winning goal, that goal from Timmy Gossilorj I guess, you know, you, you have to maybe, perhaps it's it's a good thing that it's just as recent as Percy Dahl where you look at a player who's been able to come into a season with such top billing and from what we saw I, again, it's just still game one of the season, it's not really the season started either but he seems like a man who's willing
1: to take that mantle on this season and perhaps drive pirates to greater things I think the, the greatest thing for him was, you know, finishing the season on a high. Imagine player of the season, yeah. Going to Afcon, and you know, it seemed like he, you know he was going to be like a bit part player, and then his moment came, yeah. And he took it. He comes back from that that, and he, he continues from that that point. I, I think that from then on, um, he definitely will be on the radar of clubs in Europe.
2: Yeah. Sure. Okay. Europe already. Yes. Can I make this bold statement now? Okay, if oh Timmy Gosi launches is in the country by Christmas, <laughs> right, something is really wrong, okay? Something is really wrong, because that guy has proven this calendar year that he is ready and he should be on that Percy Dow level. That goal to me, I think, you know, was probably the exclamation point to say that, guys, I'm ready. Yeah. Take me now. Listen, the season's just started. There are some yeah. teams that can still snap him up. Hopefully, no, come right? on, and, no, th- come th- on. The season has just started. The come transfer on. windows are still open. Give him a chance they to
0: are- get his second season. No,
2: he should go right now. <laughs> if that guy is here by the turn of the new year, something's really wrong. And I think he's really put his hand up to say, "Listen, I'm the next South African star. Yeah. European clubs, I'm here and I'm ready." And, you know, it's a pity that at AFCON, he didn't really get the the sort of the chances that he got. But yeah. I think he grew into the tournament, uh, if anything. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know, he peaked, you know, in the knockout stages. But I think uh, Temikosi loch is... He could go back-to-back play of the season this year. He looked confident. He looked sharp. Yeah. And I mean, for a guy that's barely had rest, I mean, this guy's literally... I, I don't think he's had a month off, no, you know, no, this yeah. entire year. He's had barely any rest. And he looked sharp. He looked fit. And I think he's really ready. And uh, I... I'm willing to bet that he's gonna go back to back player of the season.
0: No, guys, I really think we're just we're just jumping the gun a bit here. It's it's a preseason game, man. It's, it's pre-season a pre-season game derby. that has received plenty of of of, of coverage. I understand. It's, that. 90, people. it's a derby, ninety thousand there'll always be ninety thousand people when Chiefs play pirates, but we're jumping the gun here a bit, guys. Like you know what, yes, we know how good he is, and he's got every chance to be, you know, player of the season again. But I'm not gonna read too much into game one of a, a non-starter of
2: a season, by, by 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 all accounts. Yeah, you see, the mistake you're making, Lars, is that <laughs> you're looking at this game as if it's game one. You need to start from <laughs> last season, carry this over, because for oh, the whole geez. year, in terms of 2018, 2019, yeah. Temengosi Loach has been on a tear. And I think it, it's possible, right, that that guy could probably go on to be sort of like the next star that they're looking Killa. for to lead Bafana no and it, come it begins, on it see is what I mean because this, when you look at the game that he played this against is Egypt, what I mean right yep. and you look at the game against Nigeria it was clear that this is, although per se doubt, you, guys lo- best tournament, you guys lost huh? yeah you know <laughs> it, it's funny that we, we lost to Nigeria you know literally on the wrong scale and the wrong totally yeah. bit wrong but what you lost yeah we <laughs> lost we lost i know but you know we could play nigeria tomorrow we'd beat you okay. <laughs> In let's go back to Uyo. Yeah, let's, let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to uyo right let's go back to uyo and yeah but i think you know temiko siloche for me is is playing a level of football that is really international And that's the sort of style of play that we need to get a lot of our players to be playing. Because you can see now with Percy Dow uh, having signed for Club Bruges, there's a level or a standard, let me put it that way, that I think we need to get quite a number of our players at so that it's easy for them to go from the PSL straight into European team. Because often, you know, South African players, you know, we have to bypass... You know, the national team rule in terms of, you know, the visa. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, the reputation of South African players and so forth. So the more of these players that we get at that level, like Lodge, like Percy Dow, I think it's greater for South African football. Okay.
0: All right. Fair point, Ola.
2: I hear you and your musings
0: about uh, Gossi Lodge. And I hope it's not coming from, from, you know, the Pirates jersey. And I hope it's not, it's not the Pirates fan talking when you say that, because I'm going to talk now as a Chiefs fan. Yeah, a little fan. bit of it. I'm going to talk as a Chiefs fan now and, and ask you, Emika, uh, if you are looking at giving Ernst Middendorp the whole season, is that possible? Firstly, is he going to last the whole season at Chiefs? And secondly, what do you think Chiefs can look forward to this campaign?
1: I worry for him because, you know, um, Chiefs fans are really, really not having it. You know, there was so much. We're not having thing, it
0: because we've been having it. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> you
1: look at it and say, how do you get to a point where, you know, they're asking for for a change? They've signed some players, but the question at the end of the day is, you know, when you have to start the season every year playing against Pirates, yeah, it's not a very good way to <laughs> to start the season because you get to a point where, you know, you you're now under under pressure before the season even starts. Yeah. but we hope that maybe. There is a chance that he will uh, pull something there. We've seen them stick with uh, Steve Compella for, for at the point where people thought he was going to go. So yeah. let's, let's see. Maybe they they're willing to, but I I don't know. You know, he he has, he has to to get Chiefs competing from day one. If, if if he is to stay, yes. Okay, and my my question now is is
0: because we saw another. Again, unfortunate uh, mistake from the goalkeeping department, from Bruce Boomer, who just days prior had, uh, I guess, laid down a challenge to Itumelen saying, get fit and let's fight for the number one jersey. Yeah, so what a what 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 way to... <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and then he goes and does that. And again, he couldn't do much about uh, the second
2: goal. No, the conceded.
1: second goal he had no chance.
0: Uh, but from, uh, from uh, Chief's point of view, it seems they're going to start the season again without Itumelen Kune. And seemingly, yet to really sort out this issue with goalkeepers and little lapses of concentration, which cost them a top eight spot last season.
2: Yeah, it's interesting the goalkeeping department achieves because, I mean, they've tried four keepers yeah. now and, I mean, add Iqbe to that equation yeah. as well, you know, and I don't know what's wrong there, maybe it just shows that, you know, the expectation to fill in Idumele and Kune's boots are actually quite heavier than we thought. Yeah. Because remember, Kune I think is a two-time or three-time Chiefs player of the year. Yeah. So, Easy. never mind goalkeeping position you're filling, but there's a, 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 a void in terms of uh, the stature and the ability that, you know, these guys are coming into. Yeah. And we're probably finding out that it's probably heavier <laughs> than what they thought. And. I think for Chiefs going into this season, you know, it's a clean slate and they've got to look at the season with optimism because right now, you know, there's one less cup competition to worry about in the immediate forefront <laughs> <laughs> and they can, <laughs> they can serve, save their energy and focus on the league, you know, in in the immediate run. But the interesting thing for me, I thought was that. They really didn't do much in getting another goalkeeper. It seems I mean, like they spent more of their focus going yeah. up front and up forward and in the yeah. midfield. So I think they're probably expecting Kuna to be back rather sooner than you know what is expected. So when I look at it that way, I, I don't think they'll go much long with Bryce Voomer. And I don't know what's happening with their base situation. You know, I mean, he's still he's at the team. He's, he's still, still contracted there. to the team, yeah. yes, he is. I haven't seen
1: him in training.
2: But I, he, he, I don't even know if he's in the
1: country. No, AFCON, uh, uh, don't forget that he played in the AFCON up, up until the third and fourth place, which is like playing the loser's final. The loser's final. It's not those, like playing the final. Yes, all yeah. Of yeah, the, but it's he's not a, he's like goalkeeper. playing the final. He's no, a goalkeeper. No, no. Can you just correct Dimika.
0: He says it's like playing the final. It's not. He played third and fourth place. And he's a goalkeeper, for good sake. Did he actually play that game? I'm, sure, I'm no, sure. No, he didn't play. The he didn't one. play. So yeah. he, he should be yeah, back so he's here. he said
2: time to rest. No, he no, Notch, I mean, he went all the way <laughs> yeah. to the semis, at least. Yeah. Uh, to the quarter. No, no, quarterfinals. finals. Quarter finals. Not quarter so finals. finals. <laughs> I did say quarters. When you when <laughs> you play the semifinals, <laughs> you're there until the, final, <laughs> the second to the finals. I day, did so
1: say quarters. Don't even go there. <laughs> I corrected myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we can now, I think, safely move on from, from Chiefs Pies. But before we do, because we, we need to talk about sundowns a fair bit. But there's a player within the Kaza Chiefs ranks. He's played for sundowns before. And by all accounts, you could be going back to my Melody downs Sir kamabiliat uh,
2: You know, I, I don't know. There's a syndrome called Helsinki Syndrome or, or Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> yeah. where people, people who've like been Pam, kidnapped, you know, once they're released, they go back. They, to they, <laughs> they, they, they miss the people that <laughs> kidnapped I think it's called Helsinki Syndrome or Stockholm Syndrome, and I think that's what kamabiliat probably has right now because he's probably realized that you know what achieves you know, obviously it's not what he expected. Yeah. Maybe the weight of expectation is greater than what he thought. Because remember, he was brought in at Chiefs as the new sort of savior. Yeah. The guy that's going to turn things around for Kaiser Chiefs. And you sort of saw that in his play where I thought he was trying too hard and he didn't sort of incorporate his players and rather relied on his talent. Yeah. And I think players like Kama Billiard to me are the sort of players, they are system players right they work well under a strict system uh, with good players as well and I think you can see with the way Bidzo Musomani coaches he coaches under a system yeah hence a lot of those players thrive and when a player like Kama Billiard decides okay I'm gonna fly out the nest and try it on my own I think he realizes that you know what maybe not nah, doesn't work out so well so yeah. It would be a shock move if he does go back to Sundowns because now I'm trying to understand where he's going to play because there's no way no, but, he's but I mean, moving some of the players that are at Sundowns. No, I mean, no, no, like Bill- no, Maslami, no, I
0: think, Mamoel, no, come on, those guys have really Billiard, uh, if Billiard level. goes back to Sundowns he starts, he's that type of player, he goes back to Sundowns he starts. Ahead of who? Whomever. I, really? Whomever, he starts. I, I, don't I, think, I don't think I don't think Lebo I don't think Peter will be Spusis making I don't think Sundowns will be making such a thing about it if Themba's one Yes all of the, any of them he will start I think he will <laughs> start because he
1: he he knows the system he yeah. knows and I think you know the move to Chiefs hasn't really been what everyone expected it to be so probably would be a good chance for for him, for, for him to to go back and redeem himself and, and Sundowns know know what they're going to get from him if they get him back
0: Okay, so that then, and that mean Chiefs will lose their marquee signing from the last two seasons, which again I think will leave Chiefs an even bigger spot of bother. But before we do wrap up, Mamelodi Sundowns, their business in the transfer market haven't done much, but uh, do they need to do a lot?
2: Well, if it's not broken, why fix it? And I mean, if you're two-time league champions, right? There's a good reason behind that. Yeah. the reason to me is... Um, and they got to Musulmane,
0: the semi-finals of the, the Cav Champions League, yeah. there you go.
2: And that to me speaks volumes for Pizza Musumani's organisation. Hence, I was saying, you know, there's certain players that are, you know, rather good under a certain structure. And I think Pito Musumani brings that structure that has brought Sundown success. So, yeah i think you know he he knows what he's doing at this point and he doesn't need to panic look everybody is trying to catch up to Sundowns, so yeah. there's nothing that sundowns have to do in the transfer window they don't have to sign 10 players all they need to do is literally just dot their i's and cross their t's and they're back in the title hunt again and if they do that and sundowns win three league titles in a row obviously yeah. it will replicate uh, the Ted dimitri yeah. uh three title wins in a row but i think It's a big thing in South African football to have a club in such a short space of time, like Mamelodi Sundowns, eclipse the Soweto clubs. Because when you look at it on and off the field, sundowns are moving to greater heights. And to me, it culminated when I saw that picture of the Egyptian kid asking for Shompo Kekane's jersey. I can't remember when Pirates won the 95 Champions League if anyone in uh, four was asking for <laughs> Jerry's jersey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that means they now have a global uh, well, let's just say they now have an appeal outside of the country. So to me, if Sundowns win three in a row, that is a massive feather in that entire club's cap. And I think it's going to take some stopping, you know, to get to Sundowns, even at, you know, basic level. Because if they win three in a row, I think Biso is you know, determined enough to say, you know what, maybe we can go four, maybe we can go five and try to be the next Alex Ferguson. Well, you in know, it, if they do football. win three in a row, the question then might be,
0: will Bito still be Sundown's coach or will yes. he be looking at other no, avenues? Definitely. I,
2: I think Bito, you know, um, he knows where it's good, he knows home is where the heart is and he knows there's a legacy that he has to build there. Remember there are guys like Gordon Ingersen guys like Gavin Hunt, that he still wants to eclipse. So I think he wants to be a legend here first. And I think he set his sights on that. I mean, Pizzo could have easily gone last season, right? There were reports of, uh, you know, some clubs in Africa that wanted him. So he could have gone last season. I think Pizzo's got his eye on the prize, and he's thinking, listen, I could be the Alex Ferguson of South African football and eclipse everybody.
0: Okay, those are the final words from Ola. Final words from Emika, ahead of the new season. I'm gonna ask you,
1: who's winning? The Premiership. Pirates. I think Pirates will win this year.
2: Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Because
1: I just think that they they've kept the team together and they 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 reinforced and I think that they they're gonna have one more push. In the last season they, they came. Last two seasons they've they've come from behind. Yeah. I think this time around they look like they they are ready to go from day one and that's that's what I think I took from last the last game.
2: Okay. And uh, for you, Ola. Uh that's a hard one. Let's see. Hmm. Of course there's pirates. Like, I believe in third even lucky and I don't think pirates can go three years in a row finishing second. That's just not possible. They are hungry, they've got the ammunition, they've got the best player in the country, pirates will win this league.
0: Ah, I'm going to throw a little span in the works here and say Cape Town City. Watch oh. out for Cape Town City. They're going to be champions of the F Premiership 2019-20 season. Well, that is pretty much for episode number one of season two. There's so much more to look forward to uh, on the South African landscape as well as the African landscape when it comes to football over the next couple of weeks. The leagues are coming back. That is the one thing we are all excited about. So do make sure that you tune in next time as well. One last time from the Digital Sports Summit all the way in Johannesburg. My name is Loazi Zikubu. Hello. And for pitch invasion, let's goodbye.
2: Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football
0: tribalists. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favorite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. That's plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag Pitch Invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram under the username Pitch Invaded.